Shannon Case's Homemade Stories is proud to be supported by the friends of Homemade Stories. Thank you to everyone who listens, enjoys, and supports the stories. I'm going to call you out if you supported since the previous up. Doyle in Texas, Jamie in Chicago, Sandra M, Intricate Dialect, check out his podcast, The Loom, Nicole A, I like how you spell Nicole, Charles McKay of the Detroit Metro Plug Podcast, Cindy, I hope you got the link working, PMB, whoever that is, Groden, thank you, Dame of Dame's Eclectic Brain Podcast, Dumo Podcast, uh, Stephanie from our Radio Campfire crew, uh, Drew from 27 Letter Bookstore, great bookstore, Siglin P, uh, Phyllis from the Bronx, Kari, thanks for the cash app, Jared Y, uh, Zach Z, thanks for the Zemo, you got something with these Zs, and Darius, I got a mug to send you. Thanks for helping me win. Become a friend of Homemade Stories at ShannonCason.com. Okay, I think I got it all out. Enjoy the show. Mike Tess. Tess. This was supposed to drop at the beginning of the year, but you're used to me by now if you listen to the show. Two months late is reasonable. Reset. I always try to come up with these little titles for each year. It's a remnant from my church days when I would go to the New Year's Eve service. That's what you did if you were a good Christian. You didn't go to parties and have debaucherous fun for the New Year. You partied from the church pew and you listened to a message from your pastor and praised God for the New Year, as you should. Thank you, Lord, for the New Year. But this year... I did have debaucherous fun in New Orleans for the new year. I ain't gonna lie. It was, <laughs> it was debaucherous. Hey, uh, uh, thank you, Lord, for keeping me safe. But as a leftover from my early church-going years, I remember the pastor would always name the year. Like, this is the year of undeserved harvest. This is the year of irrefutable reimbursement. It was always something that used words that you would never really use in real life with interesting adjectives on it to sound impressive. You'd have to pause for a second just to compute what this actually means. This is the year of unconscionable jubilation. Pastor, I, I don't get it. Like, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> I have no idea. However, this naming of the year carried over for me. But instead of having the year declared from the pulpit, I spent my own time in prayer and meditation. And I came out of the cave with my own tablet. In this year of 2022, is the year. This is the year of the reset. Reset is pretty simple. No adjective needed. No confusion about the title. Pastors take heed. I have a few pastors who listen to homemade stories. Uh, cut it out with the seminary adjectives. And while you're at it, make sure you hit the offering plate at shannoncason.com to become a friend of Homemade Stories 
My cash app is dollar sign Shannon Kaysen. You got PayPal. You can buy some merch. Support the stories. But a reset is simple. It means you're doing something and then that thing starts to glitch or go off course in some way. So you have to control or delete. Remember Nintendo? You have to take the cartridge out, blow in it vigorously, slide it back in real slow so the game will come back on and restart everything. And hopefully it starts working right so you can go back to playing double dribble. Reset. The physical reset. This is the most common and most basic reset at the beginning of each year. Everyone is saying that they're pretty much going to reset their bodies at the beginning of the year. So you pretty much know that it's bullshit because everyone's saying it. But that's for you. You know, you're bullshitting yourself. As for me, this is my year of the reset. That's deeper and more intentional than your basic beginning of the year workout plan at Planet Fitness that you're not going to do. You haven't been doing it yet. Um, but if you join with me on my year of the reset, you got a chance. But this is my year of the reset. I came out of the cave with the tablet. You might not have the same energy behind it as I do. I don't know your resolve. So how am I physically reset? Listen to this because this is key and it may be a central theme to this whole reset thing. I have no idea. I've come to the understanding that I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I've been saying for the past two years, I'm going to be 6'3". I'm already 6'3", under 235 pounds and under 18% body fat with flexibility and pain-free. And I'm still a fat ass who takes 45 seconds to get off the floor after doing 20 sit-ups because my bones hurt and my neck, I got this neck and it is wrist pain and I got a limp. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm hiring someone to kick my ass in shape. I'm going to spend my hard-earned money from my own pocket to hire a championship bodybuilding older cousin who doesn't take shit, who's going to beat up on me with customized workout plans and macro eating plans until I achieve my goal. And I ain't going to lie. I've been doing it for about a month now, and I'm, I'm pretty strong right now. Uh, I can see the results. I'm not going to show off just yet on Instagram, but, but I can see the results. Reset. The mental reset. Everyone's talking about mental health now, which makes me less likely to talk about mental health because I'm pretty cynical about anything that everyone is already talking about. Honestly, I don't believe people. I don't care who you are. I don't really believe you. However, mental health is important, I guess. I mean, I think. I mean, I, I know it is, but I, I got to think about it. Like, what is mental health? I don't know what that word means. It's like a cliche. Like, physical health means eating healthy, exercising, being free from disease. So mental health has to mean reading good books, solving intellectual challenges to exercise my brain, being free from disease. Is that is that right? Is that what it is? I think mental health is a catch-all phrase that's popular and it leans towards emotional well-being for most people. So I'll just 
jumble that all together too, I guess. Uh, so I'm resetting my mental health and emotional wellness this year. Um, and this is going to sound bad, but it's honest. I think homemade stories is all about being honest. My reset in my mental health and emotional wellness means that it's going to be extreme selfishness this year. I know I got kids. They good. They good. But I'm going to laser focus in on me this year. That means reading, writing, solving my own challenges, not everyone else's. Now, this would include prayer, meditation, visualization, as always. I'm going to get help. I may go to a few retreats this year. I like the retreat. I like to be massaged and, you know, oiled and all that kind of stuff. You know, take me to the HBO White Lotus. Count me in. I tried weed for the first time at 37, and it was okay. You know, I use it occasionally. I'm going to try this therapy thing out for the first time in my mid-40s. See what happens. Reset. The financial reset. I'm definitely not the best with money. I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know this. I truly have no idea about money, how to make it, how to keep it. I spend way too much of it. However, one thing I've recently realized is not the money. It's my relationship to money. Hey, money. Hey, you. I need to talk to you for a second, huh? and this is important. Hmm. Okay, well, I'm here for you, baby. Anything you need, you know, I'll do anything for you. Now, see, see, that's part of the problem. We've been together for what, like, like since my first job as a bell ringer at the Salvation Army in front of Kmart. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that, but it was even before that. I've been with you since your dad bought you those savings bonds when you were a baby. Okay. Okay, dang. So it's been my whole life, basically. But I want to say this. Like, it's not you, money. It's me. Hmm. You fulfill every need I have. You take care of me. You're perfect. It's me. Do you need me to take care of you right now? I can do something to make you happy. I mean, I I love you. And that's the problem, because it's lust, too. I want to throw you on the bed, like, right now. I want to get dirty with you. I want to take you to the strip club, toss you. But I can't keep treating you like this. And you just let me do it. I got to grow the fuck up, money. Mm, okay, well, I understand. Will you wait on me? Yes, yes, of course. I mean, we can, we can be together again, but it, just in a healthier way, not like this. I, it got to be the right way. Yes, baby. Healthier. Yes, I got you. I don't want to lose you. I I do want you. I want you too, baby. So I have to shift my relationship with money from a romantic relationship to a business relationship. No fantasy, no cupcaking involved. It's all business, baby. Reset. The relationship reset. This is the toughest one because it involves something out of my control, which is other people. 
I can control my body, my mind, my financial situation with some sense of accuracy. Some stuff is out of my control, but it's mostly all my doing. But other people are totally out of my control, completely up in the air. But one aspect about other people I can control is if I'm going to be around the motherfuckers. I can control that somewhat. And like most people since 2020, I've been getting rid of said motherfuckers. When it's the end of the world, it's easier to make these tough decisions concerning your life because you don't know how much of it you have left. So I've reset my relationships, starting with friendships. I'm not the type of person who will get rid of old friends. Old friends know me. They know about the time I got in a fight with Nate in the backyard and I was doing good, duck, jab, jab, right, until I got mixed up on when to jab and when to duck and got punched in the face and I just held on for my 12-year-old life. They know about that. They know about me lying about the curly-haired girl in Pennsylvania. We kissed, but we didn't actually do anything, just kissing. But I lied about that for years until I was 15 and I got my first real piece, but I was so nervous. She had to show me what to do. She was she was 18 though. I was 15, she was 18. Older women were a thing for me at that time. They know about that. They even know church usher Shannon, who was mowing the pastor's lawn for free. I don't even like doing yard work, washing their cars, gullible shit like that. They know about that. But just because I can reminisce with these motherfuckers doesn't mean I have to be in constant contact with these motherfuckers. So I'm opening my doors to new friendships with similar interests. So I'm accepting applications for fitness motherfuckers, uh, money-making motherfuckers, traveling motherfuckers, and other creative motherfuckers of all kinds or a combination of them all. You can't be super judgmental or jealous because I'm going to do a lot of off-brand shit that doesn't necessarily get talked about in podcasts like New Orleans this past New Year, you know, and I'm going to share maybe some disappearing photos with you, but I'm just saying. Reset. In the biggest reset, I've reset my marriage. I'm getting a divorce. It's not a bad thing. I don't believe either of us are looking at it that way. Uh, we've been separated together for about four years almost. It's just that I'm very slow moving. I had to make sure my daughter's situation was stable. Then the pandemic happened and then I'm just slow. If you're an old friend of mine, you know that. You know slow motion, forward moving, Shannon. <laughs> I think the biggest challenge for me right now is just staying single for a little bit. So I can just focus on me. Women be on me. You don't, you don't know this, but women be on me. I just got to focus on me. Reset. I had this keynote I do called Bruliana's Storytelling. You can go to shannoncason.com and hire me for it if you if you want a keynote. But um, it starts, I had lost everything. But it wasn't the first time. Not the second time. Not the third time. The fourth time. It wasn't the fourth time, but that was an interesting time. It was the fifth time that I had lost everything. Now, there was a sixth time. So there is one other time besides that, but it was the fifth time that I had lost everything 
that I said, fuck it. I'm going to start sharing my stories. Now, whatever number this time is, I don't feel like I'm losing anything or totally starting over. It's just sometimes I think we all just need to reset. This Homemade Stories was produced and made in Detroit by Alex Trujano and me. Special thanks to Erin Allen for playing the part of Money. She has a great voice, and she's my partner on a lot of podcasting and storytelling projects. So thanks, Erin. Thank you to all the friends of Homemade Stories. This happens because of you. You keep me going. Uh, Become a friend of Homemade Stories at ShannonCason.com. And make sure you follow my reset. I'm always posting pictures of things that I'm going through on Instagram. It's at Shannon Kaysen. I'm at Shannon Kaysen on Instagram. And more episodes coming to you soon. Happy to be working with Alex. Me and Alex like the Neptunes together. Snoop and Dre. You know? Alright, enjoy your day. Peace. Now that's homemade.